This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey, what's happening? This is TC Carson, and you are listening to ACMG's Talk Time Live. And this is Kratos. Keep listening. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. gentlemen welcome back this is acmg presents talk time live extra select start i am your host xavier josiah hope you guys are all having a great week of gaming and just everything in general hope everybody's having a great time this week and um and falls here it's definitely chilly i have a jacket on this is jacket weather i'm digging it but enough about that we got a lot of news to get onto in gaming some really major news going on in the world of gaming that we cannot waste any time to talk about but also in our final stage review, we're going to review uh, Gun Vault Chronicles Luminous Avenger X. So we're going to get a chance to talk uh, about that as well, see how much I liked it, uh, whether I liked it or not. We're going to talk about that uh, on that segment as well. But let's get into the news. This is some big news here. We uh, we got the news that we've been waiting for possibly since E3 this year, which we never really got. But we got it now. It's officially announced everywhere on all forums of media. Sony Interactive Entertainment announced that the PlayStation 5 will absolutely arrive in holiday season of 2020. That is major news. And it's great news because now it gives people enough time to save up. Because, yeah, you're probably going to have to save up. I got a feeling this is probably... They haven't done a, there's nothing much said about this except for the specifics of what they were talking about. Uh, nothing as far as price yet at all. I feel like all that information is going to be so uh, told without a doubt this uh, next year in E3. Guaranteed. Uh, this actually just tells us automatically that E3 2020 is going to be huge for Sony. And it's gonna they're they're gonna once again be the marquee presentation of that event. Uh, if if they don't do it there, then that's just ridiculous because they need to get themselves back in the gear. Uh, last two years they haven't been up to par like they had the prior years to that. And we, there's information like this where we've been waiting for. Now it's here. We finally get this information. If it's coming out 2020, guarantee we're gonna get more information leading up to it and please do not rely on that stupid state of play because those state of play presentations have been so lackluster i just recently uh, uh, reviewed a state of play presentation that they did it is nowhere near to what nintendo direct uh the quality of what nintendo direct does it it is just not and i really wish at this point if they're not going to say anything great don't say anything at all because a lot of the things that they've been you know providing it's it didn't blow um didn't light the world on fire at all but this information this is the information we should have gotten on a state of play this should have been announced on a state of play so as i mentioned 
2020 holiday season. Uh, the PlayStation 5 will include a disk drive for physical games in 4K Blu-ray uh, as well. So that's a big deal. This is interesting right here. The PS5, the disc, will have a capacity of 100 gigs of space, of memory. That is huge. And I, when I saw that, I started to question, do we really need that? Do we really need that much? I mean, if you look at games like Arkham Knight, Uncharted, uh, hell, um, Grand Theft Auto series, you know, Spider-Man, all these games where they have beautiful, stunning, they do, they do so much that you could travel anywhere in the cities, you could travel for miles. With 100 gigs, are you trying to create an entire planet? at this point is that's huge that is insanely insanely huge um that's going to be interesting because you got a lot of games coming out and you know final fantasy 7 is one of them and they said there's supposed to be like a two three parter i'm assuming that since it's coming out early for the playstation 4 that this version is probably going to be like what 20 25 gigs maybe at best or even 50 gigs at best uh, depending on how really big this game is so I, I i really don't know maybe by the time it hits playstation 5 they'll have a version where all of the version all of the uh, parts will be in one so they'll have that situation so i don't know but i feel like 100 gigs is just a lot that is a hell of a lot like the biggest some of the biggest games out there i mentioned arkham knights and the arkham series some of those games are like 50 gigs big so for this one to double and then you got also you got to also take in part how many terabytes are you going to be able to get in the PlayStation 5? Because you already get one uh, one terabyte with the Pro, with the PlayStation 4 Pro. And if you have a game that's 100 gigs, I mean, do the math. That's going to be, you're going to have, if you got a game that's 100 and you got a thousand terabyte, uh, well, uh, you got one terabyte, which is a thousand gigs. You're not going to be able to download too much. You're not going to be able to download nearly too much in that game. And that's going to be a problem. So I'm assuming, based off of this information, that they're going to have... The PlayStation 5 is going to probably have two, maybe three terabytes. Because, and it makes sense, and it makes sense from a standpoint that uh, as we move along, you know, the memory that we buy, the hard drives, all that stuff, the SD cards, all this stuff, with bigger and more space becomes less exp uh, less expensive than it was before so i assume but by the time that this technology comes out that this is going to lower the prices of all of these uh terabytes which is great because having a terabyte of information or space is a great thing especially for me because i i have a you know the tower that i use to record this show to do all my clients you know graphic and promotional work and stuff like that I, because of that, and I don't use this to play games, but because of that, I have, I'm thinking maybe like six terabytes of uh, hard drive space in here that's outside of the C drive and all that stuff, because I don't like to use the C drive for much, especially for saving data and everything. I have almost like six you know, terabytes worth of that stuff. So it, it, it really is, because it's best to have more space to clear out and make sure that you have a very good running tower computer at your uh at bay so 
having that amount of uh, space and cheaper is much better. Like, I go to Micro Center for all my stuff. Like, my, I hate to be, you know, I hate to just, like, promote and advertise, like, just because I'm not getting paid for it. But Micro Center is one of my favorite places. It's the candy store. Um, you know, rest in peace to my man, uh, Chris, who helped me, put it, helped me put it all together. That's where he took me to get some of the parts that I did to, when we put together this tower. And every time we go there, every year that we go there, the prices for terabyte uh, hard drives gets less and less it decreases even more so it gets even cheaper and more reasonably priced so i'm assuming i'm thinking i'm thinking three terabytes for a playstation 5 that's my prediction that's my guess on that one because it's it it may it would make a lot of sense for them to be able to do that so also from the notes that I, I was able to gather from what I researched, uh, game installation is also mandatory, um, but console will allow you to just install a multiplayer campaign, for example, uh, or it will install entire games and then delete a uh, delete the single player portion once you're done. So that's part of the solution. But I still think that if, even if you have like three terabytes, that's will probably allow you to keep it in i mean but geez it that's a lot <laughs> it's just a lot um that's really crazy the controller has also been the biggest thing that's been talked about with this um doesn't have a name yet but it contains improve an improved speaker uh usb c connectivity and a larger capacity battery which is good because i do feel i really do feel that sometimes these uh these ps4 pro uh controllers don't last long they really don't at times uh, so that's a good thing uh, the ray tracing acceleration in the uh, GPU hardware uh, according to Mark uh, Senry uh, lead system architect so there, there is there will be that um, there's also a new UI will allow it which will allow you to uh, see more detail on what you can play at any time as well as more on what your friends are doing so i mean that's that social interaction portion of it which is kind of creepy and scary but um that's there's that there's also it's also said uh from what i uh got out of this is that blue point games the studio behind uh remakes such as shadow of the colossus uncharted the nathan drake collection is working on a ps5 game that is says to be a big one I can imagine with 100 gigs. So uh, this is great. This is absolutely great. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to this. And, you know, there's no doubt. This is going to bring major attention. And now, you know, there's also, you got to remember, Xbox has always has also announced that they were coming out with theirs too. But out of sight, out of mind, we haven't heard from that in a while. We'll see. Uh, I Again, if any time I would love to go to E3, it's the next year. Because next year looks like it's going to be Oh, this is going to be one of, I think this is going to be one of those years that it's going to, this is going to be one of those rock star years. And it's going to be interesting to see. I, I predict from right now, Sony's going to give us a date as to when it's going to be arriving. It's going to give us a price as to how much it's going to be. And they're going to announce not only that new game from uh, Blue Point Games, whatever that is, which could be another Uncharted game, who knows, but... Also, I predict they're going to announce the new Spider-Man game coming in 2021. That's my prediction. 
uh, and it's going to be out spe- uh, exclusively for the PlayStation 5. I think that's going to be the game that's going to make people go strictly to the PlayStation 5 and make them have to get a damn console. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know if I'm going to get it immediately once it's out or not, but because I'm not, I'm not a big fan. I'm usually not a big fan of rushing in the lines and getting that 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 whole thing is chaotic um i never do that i never do whether it was the iphone the ipad the apple watch it well the apple watch i luckily they were being mailed so that was a good thing but whenever a new iphone comes out i'm like i'm never getting in those lines i don't even think there's a such thing as those lines anymore i don't even think people i think people just get it sent to their house now so I, but when it comes to the PlayStation and the Xboxes and all the stuff, there's always well. Let me let's be real. Whenever there's a PlayStation re, um, <laughs> reveal and and release, there is lines out the wazoo. There are like people going crazy for them. There are also, you know, things that are, that happen. You know, so I I'm gonna possibly wait it out maybe to, you know, month or two or whatever like that until it slows down. I know when I got the PlayStation Four, everybody already had it. So I'm I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm, I, I I hate being around the craze. It's like these will be manufactured, people. They eventually will be manufactured. The idea to get a console now is strictly for bragging rights. It's strict, even though down the line we know people are everybody's going to eventually get it. Virtually everybody's eventually going to get this. So it's just clearly for bragging rights. And if that's the case, I don't really need it. <laughs> I don't really need it right now. I'm eventually going to, it's going to be, I'm, for me, it's inevitable that I'm going to get that system. It's inevitable that I'm going to get certain games. Like, just to have that minute moment of, you know, I guess, of, of claiming rights and bragging rights, it, you know, that lasts only but a second in your life. A few days, a few, like a month or two, and you're like, but eventually everybody gets it. And it's not really as special anymore. Should, like, just, it's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal, but I am looking forward to it again. I'm looking for everybody to have it, to enjoy it, and it will happen. It will happen. I, I, it's it's going to be a big deal. Uh, I wanted to get thoughts on the latest addition to Mortal Kombat 11, which came out this, which released this week, and that was the Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger is in the game. At least I think I really do think that's him in the game. I wouldn't be surprised if that was him. If that's anybody else, I'd be really surprised. But they are advertising the game, so. I mean, the movie that's, that will be coming out soon. So I'm assuming that that is really Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice in the game. But the Terminator was one of the uh, surprise characters that was in the game. And a lot of people knew it was coming. He's that's, The Terminator's been in a lot of games as a uh, special promotional, you know, cameo appearance. In. But I think none of them have been more appropriate than in Mortal Kombat 11. He fits right in. Uh, the moveset... Uh, ter- the Terminator has uh, is unique and brutal. It's just a unique and brutal set of moves. If you've seen a trailer to uh, to the reveal of him, it's insane. Like, first of all, you let a pro gamer get their hands on him, it's done. It's done. It's over. He can uh, use his signature double barrel sawed off rifle, most famous from T2. He can also. Uh, do other things. He has other abilities such as teleporting, jumping towards you with a sort of a pro wrestling hammer fist style move and the ability to turn into his cybernetic uh, skeletal form. Uh, he also has Eon uh, grenades, infiltration, what they call it, infiltrator toss. Uh, 
which is that's it, it, just it's just bad. <laughs> Terminate mode, which uh, is kind of like a which is kind of like a shield uh, that you use, and kind of it doesn't uh, allow you to you know get your, your gauge to go down as much. And I believe it does provide a little bit of an extra amount of damage to you as well, to your opponent as well. Cyber Rift, which is kind of a power wave move, is one of my favorite moves that he does. Um, he also he can also do what is called the Running Man, which is similar to the Cabal's sprint move, but you know the term the the, the name of it is a playoff of another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, which is kind of funny. It's very um, very Ed Boon. <laughs> thing to do his uh real strength is actually in the combos to be honest but because uh the combos are kind of easy to pull off but if you're a pro gamer if you're elite gamer so, so to speak you can do some real damage with this guy he i think he he's really damaging when it comes to combos uh, you only have to do some of the moves as much just comboing like there's the one move where i believe like you knock him up you like uh, you kind of uppercut him but he grabs you and slams you, grabs your leg and slams you down. It's nasty. It is absolutely nasty. Uh, so you got that. The customizations of him in the customization uh, mode comes from a, with a range of jackets, t-shirts, really funny t-shirts, by the way, too. Like they have one with uh, him wearing a Mortal Kombat t-shirt with the uh, Lin Kuei, uh Lin Kuei actual uh, symbol. It's really fun. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, range of other um, t-shirts, sunglasses, grenades, uh, which you mostly earn from Tower of Time, of course. Uh, you can also uh, choose the recent Terminator, which is the one based on the new movie coming out with him. Kind of an aging version of him with the beard. Or you can use the original Terminator from the first two movies that everybody is more familiar and famous and love. The more beloved uh, movies of, of them. This new Terminator movie, by the way, is said to be directly after t2 which should have been in the first place so i, I i'm actually i may actually want to uh, go see that movie if it's i think james cameron is now i don't think he's i don't know if he's directing a movie i gotta look but i think he is highly involved with this one and if you guys ever watch t2 if you ever watch terminator 2 honestly terminator 2 in all in all seriousness is possibly one of the more one of the pioneering blockbuster movies. That was the first must-see summer blockbuster that I remember. Nothing before that ever was like that much anticipated. And I believe Terminator 2 started the 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 trend of summer blockbuster movies. Like every summer after that, everybody was trying to be as good as you know terminator 2 because james cameron changed the game when that movie much like the matrix did when that came out t2 absolutely it it changed everything it really did because i don't think there was a market for summer movies as much as it did with that there were great movies that came out so often but that one the way that they the way that they produced it the way that they advertised it and promoted it it was a must-see epic event unlike anything we've never ever seen before especially when it came to sequels too like sequels were never really a sought after thing you know i know you there was like superman 2 and all the stuff and yada yada but t2 did something that and to this day like if you watch terminator 2 it actually still holds up 
in every from everything from you know special effects from just acting you know character development narrative everything dialogue all that it still holds up and that's why that game that uh, movie is so near and dear to people right now but and why terminators lasted this long not not because of the movies after terminator but be solely because their love for terminator one and two plain and simple so that will be uh very interesting to see but um you know the game it, it, it's really good uh, to have them on here and um it's I, I absolutely love it the fatalities in this game that they have for him is really excellent too the first one has the terminator blow his opponent's kneecaps all which is very kind of very terminator-esque um very common for that he blows his knees out with his signature rifle then teleports him cuts off the legs and teleports him where he can't go, where the character you know your opponent can't go anywhere and he ends up in a and they the character your opponent ends up in a future where all of the t100 models are there killing everything and they spot you or spot your opponent and kills them blows their blows a hole right through their body that's the end that's just that's so brutal that's so cruel the other one is kind of just like flashy because it has the second one has the terminator run um run you over with his motorcycle as he's riding it uh which has you flying in the air he slides off of kind of just walks off of the motorcycle as the motorcycle still running takes out his signature rifle and blows you to pieces as you're in an air mid-air so that one's a little bit flashy but it's still cool too um there are also some fun interactions with the terminator as well my favorite is anyone or any of them involving him in interacting with Jax before they fight Jax, who uh they seem to have a sort of a bond and i love again this is what i love about what nether uh, realm studios do when it comes to you know having certain characters when they have characters in gay in their games like mortal kombat or injustice they just they're not just wasted they're in the actual universe they're acknowledged in the universe games like tekken or uh what is it tekken or soul caliber and all the stuff they have all these really cool extra characters like geese howard or the witcher what a witcher person out of witcher character is already in there i believe he's a part of the universe but they have other characters that are in the universe negan all these guys that are in the universe but they aren't really there noctis from final final fantasy is in tekken but they don't really acknowledge it. they have a promotional video showing them in there but once you're in the game they're just there but when you play another realm game and they have a special you know guest character like jason or terminator or freddy krueger they're not just there they're actually acknowledged in the universe by the other characters so they're embraced within the universe they are part of that universe and i love that so little little things like this i really enjoy for instance there's one there's one interaction and not only that they do multiple interactions not just like when they meet one time they have the same interaction every single time they meet they have different interactions so they had Arnold in the you know the studio booth doing a lot of different lines pending that is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the game <laughs> voiced in the game but they have him in a lot you know doing a lot of different um you know lines and everything and there's one interaction where Jax is you know Terminator the Terminator asks why asks Jax why is he mad and Jax replies I'm mad that Cage as in uh, Johnny Cage turned on your learning mode to which Terminator uh, then says, chill out, Jax, and they just start fighting. It's, you know, stuff like that. That stuff right there, to me, 
it's one of those little things that really makes a big deal in your gameplay and engulfed any experience in the, in the Mortal Kombat universe or just any game universe for that matter. Stuff like that is great. So overall, it's you know Terminator is a really good addition of the game. Uh, once again, fits very well into the universe. I think you know for again for esports um, players if they use him, he is going to be a beast in those games. So. I, I really enjoy what they have. I'm, I'm looking forward to Sindel and uh, what is the other character? Because I knew Spawn is the last one. Oh, Joker. Joker's going to be the other one, too. So, I mean, I, that's going to be an interesting one, too. But it's all about Spawn for me and the fact that I got to wait till 2020 to play him. It, I tell you what, he they I, hopefully this means that they saving the best for last and that maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe Todd McFarlane is going to be revealing uh the coming of the spawn movie at that time so that, that will make sense if they do that but damn why and, and, and with that said he better be phenomenal for wait for me waiting that long because i've been waiting for spawn to be a part of the never never own games for quite some time so this will be great and uh, quite interesting so just recently i got a chance to see the um gameplay footage and the gameplay trailer for marvel avengers if that Square Enix and uh, Crystal Dynamics is coming out, the one that's actually more and more developing into a really interesting and fun-looking game. Uh, this really revealed that Miss Marvel, aka Kamala Khan, is the main protagonist of this game, and I like this. I really like this one. They're you know they're showing representation in so many different ways with this and Kamala Khan is one of the, I don't think, I don't know if she's one of the first, I don't think she is the first Muslim character, because I think one of the Green Lanterns also is a Muslim character as well, so I think that, I'm not sure, but that might be the first one, but it's still, nonetheless, doesn't matter, more, keep keep bringing representation of all, you know, uh, types coming, in all human, uh, you know, society coming, if I can say that right, um, you know, Kamala Khan is the main focus in this game. So it's her story and her story of trying to get the Avengers back in gear because of the attack uh, that led to Captain America supposedly dying. And I'm, I'm going to remain saying supposedly dying. So it, it's a two minute trailer shows Kamala Khan uh, as a kid meeting Thor on a day, which is the day that everything went to Fritz. And then and it led to again Captain America, quote unquote, dying. Uh, then they switch to a clip that shows the teenage Kamala telling Bruce Banner that she stole data from uh, AM, uh, AIM, which is uh, the evil organization. That, if I'm correct, and if they're doing this right, this may lead to Modok being in the game and possibly being one of the main bosses of the game. Now, very interesting. Uh, they then show gameplay footage of Kamala Khan running, fighting, and stretching. Like she, her gameplay looks really good. I believe we talked about that last week, as well. So you got to see more of that going on, and uh, that's interesting. The belief of this story is that Aim is responsible for creating the Terrigen Mist, which created an Inhumans. Now, there are a lot of different storylines, you know, both in the comic books and the Marvel Cinematic Universe as how the Terrigen Mist was created in this universe, which 
the hardcore fans are probably going to make a big stiff about is that AIM is the one that created the Inhumans. That's what it's sounding like in here. It's not by the Kree or anything. It's the Inhu- it's it's AIM. So I find that to be very interesting as to why they decided to go there, but it is what it is. Uh, Bruce and Kamala then meet up with Tony, who does not want anything to do with helping them prove the Avengers wrong. And he also believes that without proof, there is not going to happen. And the final footage shows... Um, well, before I even go to final footage, the actual um, scene shows Tony is like, without proper proof, there's no way you could do it. And he didn't notice that Kamala has a thumb driver of information. And that stops right there. In the final scene, it shows Kamala and Bruce on like taking a road trip. And it has the sound of Kamala slurping the last bit of soda from her cup, which is actually annoying Bruce. So um, It's a interestingly fun game is going to have a this is going to be a, a heavy story driven game it looks like for one for all the footage that i've seen and everything that i've seen from this game that this is heavily influenced by god of war as far as gameplay as far as uh story uh story development and such and narrative a lot of this is it's, it's very heavy it, it, a lot of it stems a lot from what I see in what we all seen in God of War when we play that game. So, like I said, I said it before. If you're going to copy a really successful game, why not God of War? <laughs> any any of the God of War series in particular, but this one especially. So there, you know, God of War is a trend setting game. It it always has been. It always will be. Uh, when we when, when it's all said and done, when we look back years from now. God of War is probably one of the game-changing, you know, franchises in gaming history. It, it every time it comes out, it always inspires other game developers to do to take from what has been used in that game for their own use. So, in hindsight, this will be as much as this is a Marvel game, this will also possibly be known as a God of War clone because of it because a lot of what they're doing in this game is a got to work clone, which in hindsight can be say can be said to be a Gears of War clone, because what they did in God of War is just take from what they did in Gears of War, and that's basically the third person shooter element. But this is more like a third person melee or brawler type of game with some RPG elements in there as well. So you know it's. In some cases, yeah, that's the way you're going to have to take it. But that's the reality of it. It is a clone of something, something that's took from something in there. So uh, we did a poll again on the ACMG Facebook group asking folks about what they thought of the trailer and the gameplay. 93% loved it and thought it looked great. A really swapping 7% said they were not feeling it. Now, the person who did vote... Uh, and said they're not feeling it said that he wanted to see more characters and as much as i wouldn't mind seeing more characters as well not every game has to i believe not every game has to have characters in order for it to be fun and good especially when this is going to be a very story driven game so it's there's really no point like if you compare this to ultimate alliance 3 ultimate alliance 3 it was more about gameplay than it was story like the story was fun but it wasn't deep and 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 it didn't grab you in it was just purely to have a great time fighting while having a somewhat story to go by 
but it was a story it wasn't heavily story driven but it was meant to just have a certain narrative and have a lot of fun you know along the way whereas this is really heavy on story so their thing is to have a really good story and have somewhat of a good gameplay as well i think story it feels like story here is first and then gameplay is all which is also important but it, it's you want to make sure that they get the story you know as good as well as the gameplay but i feel like this is more story driven than it is going to be anything so if it's story driven you can only have but so many characters in the game you can only focus on so many characters so this is i mean if you're looking for a you know a game you know an avengers game with like multiple characters get a nintendo switch if you don't have it already and go get ultimate alliance 3 you will not go wrong with that anyway if you're looking for something that is more story driven this is probably going to be your game this is guaranteed going to be your game uh so that's what you should go with from that point on so but i again i'm feeling i'm looking forward to it i i i just absolutely uh i will be investing in it when it comes out so uh look forward to that in 2020 from there uh, a game that i said that it was coming out last week uh that was coming out this week is officially out and this is one of the rare online reliant games that i ever play based on a mobile and that's asphalt 9 asphalt 9 is one of the only racing games i truly enjoy and solely because of the design of the game the beautiful looking um vibrant colors that this game provides and it's just bright colorful and the cars look real uh but the one thing i love about it is you your intentions is to not only make it to the finish line first not only to build a really fast car that can be well controlled but also to run cars over and get get ahead it's lovely i love this game because of so this game is out on the play, uh, Nintendo Switch. Um, it is online reliant. Unfortunately, I did try to put it on airplane mode to see if it would go because I, I've played this game on the Nintendo on the uh, iOS, which is the for those who don't own an uh, iPhone. That's the uh, that is the actual uh, operating system for the uh, for Apple, pretty much. So. I, I played a lot on air and you're always online you're always online when you play it on air so it doesn't matter but here on a nintendo switch you you can opt out of using you know playing using uh a wi-fi signal but in doing so you will not be able to play this game so it is online relying unfortunately but with that said the game is still a lot of fun for a lot of reasons it's one of the only mobile games i do endorse and i say that because you play you could play through the game without using in-app purchases you can grind through the game and play the matches over again or if to your if you want to they do have a 20 dollars bundle pack in the game uh in there which you kind of gives you a little bit of a head start of everything you get a few more cars you get some currency stuff like that um unlike other mobile games there is there is a lot of different thing like modes that you need to go into but it's not as complex or convoluted as the other mobile games that they have i don't understand why they have so many different modes that you need to go into in there it's just too much mobile games sometimes can be overwhelming uh because of all the features that they have in there and it's like useless features that'll try to lead you into getting into buying in-app purchases or getting other things it's it 
you just want a really easy to go experience and i believe asphalt 9 does that for you you buy whether you can earn to get more cars and these are like legit real cars like uh, mercedes-benz toyotas um nissans all this stuff like you can get these cars and mod them up via you know fast and furious style get new engines get new you know mufflers uh nitro you know uh you know nitro uh, whatever the hell that is um to make your car boost faster as you realize i'm not a uh, racer or a driver at that so but it has so many great easy customizable elements you can also uh decorate and you know have decal options as well which again you don't have to actually buy in that purchase to get you can grind through the game to earn it as well and once you do you will have better cars i mean some of my favorite cars when i used to play the other ones like six seven and eight uh was getting a bugatti there's uh if i ever drive a car if i ever really want to drive a car that's the car i want to drive a bugatti is just those, those are so beautiful they look like damn near they're going to transform into a damn autobot <laughs> for god's sake and i heard they were extremely fast so i mean like that's the kind of car i would love to play not for, just for speed just to drive around you know that I, I love that so um that's you know you have that ability again um there is a limit to how many times you can play the game so if you play it for a long time there eventually they will uh you will run out and you would just have to wait for a you have to wait in time to do it unless again you choose to actually buy more opportunities to play which it trust me you got a huge library of games to play on a on a nintendo switch or a playstation or whatever the game is available you don't have to play it's not, you don't have to play right there and there you just go to another game play that and then come back to it when you're ready it's not that deep it's really not that deep but overall the game is a lot of fun it is a, a lot of fun if you like that if you do like Astro um nine and you want to play it all the time and you know but you can't play it on the nintendo switch you can also get it on the ios it's available on air you can play it on air and you could take it on the road to play it there now i don't know if you'll be able to have the ability of logging into both using the same account that's a whole nother thing but i highly recommend i actually like asphalt way better than I like mario kart that's just that's just me uh mario kart is fun but i hate the fact that they lack so many things that i think by now they should have but as far as racing and everything this is a great exhilarating you know game to play and it actually to me for me personally it's a stress relieving game just being able like you get pissed off one day and you for those who like roll raging i don't know if this may be the best game in the world for you but this is a game like if you if you want to road rage on a virtual from a virtual experience and not the real world this is the game to do it this is the game to do it in so go out of your way to check that out it's available right now and then actually it's free it's free to play and again that's one of the things that always kind of puts me you know uh at on edge and has me use a critical thing in but by doing so i you know i did check it out and i actually enjoyed it so this is one of those games this is one of the rare games that i say go get and you don't have to get a damn thing you don't have to pay for a damn thing in this uh, game to play and enjoy it so go out of your way to check that out uh and 
I guarantee you're going to enjoy it. Folks, that will do it for this segment of this show. I'm going to take a break, come back. And when we come back, we're going to review in our final stage review, Gun Vault Chronicles Luminous Avenger X. We'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! with our final stage review and it is my review of gun vault chronicles luminous avenger x now just for the record i had a past interview which you can see on uh talk time live exclusive on our exclusive page of talktimelive.com uh myself and a good friend of mine uh matt papa from japan he lives in japan he uh works for nt creates and he's been a part of all of this all of the gun vault games for the uh for the past few years that he's worked there he's worked there for quite some time he's worked alongside you know that of uh kg and afune for a lot of projects they worked on and he's also traveled around uh from japan he's living here in philly but he you know it's a great story that you can also hear in, on the interviews that i've had with him uh, with him and his uh, his girlfriend, uh, Trombone, that she goes by the name, is really talented artist, done a lot for DJ Cutman and a lot of other guys that uh, had the pleasure of working with as well. But she, uh, I mean, both of them just decided to go and move to Japan, and they ended up, you know, working for, N- she, well, he actually ended up working for NT Creates because he always wanted to work for a game company. He's always been into retro games and this was like the perfect fit for him. So he's been involved in a lot of the Asura Gun Vault series and I'm pretty sure he was involved in Luminous Avenger uh, X, which is Gun Vault Chronicles, which is actually the spinoff side story uh, involving the character known as Copen who is, if, if you've played any of the Azura, uh, Azura Gun Vault series, he's been a part of that as well. He's actually in uh, Gun Vault 2, but this is his own actual side series. And this character, very much like uh, Mega Man character Zero. I mean, it, they, they've not hide it from the fact that this Gun Vault, the Azura Gun Vault series was to be an alternative for a Mega Man uh, when, at a time when Mega Man games weren't actually being produced. 
Um, we have there was no at the time when Gunfall came out, there was no announcement of uh, Mega Man 11. They started doing some retro versions of the game, but you know this was kind of the alternative to that. So, and they're continuing to make these game franchises as well. But if you played. Uh, the very fun and action pack Azure Gun Vault series. You and, and as well as you also being a fan of the Mega Man series, uh, as well, they provide it. So, this is another one of those type of games that you're side scrolling action games that you're gonna love here. Uh, and of anybody to like, there are there are quite a few Mega Man alternative games. I don't, I don't want to say clones today, but it, um, as much as kind of is, but you know, I would say alternatives. This series of games is absolutely an alternative as opposed to a clone because unlike the other games that are technically actually clones of Mega Man, they do provide a bit of contrast as far as, you know, character development, as far as, you know, character design, as far as the way that you play uh, these games. You know, there are some similarities to Mega Man, but there are also some distinct differences within the Gun Vault series. And Gun Vault Chronicles and Luminous uh, Avenger X does play differently than a lot of other Mega Man games I've ever, uh, style games that I've ever played. So to me, this is an alternative as more than it is a clone. So I want to specify that uh, as much as I can in this review here. Uh, this cult series has collected quite a following and into, um, for Inti Creates, as, and they continue to expand on this universe. And I like to see that they are expanding on this now that they're focusing on Copen, which is actually the character that they're based on. The story, in its essence, or in its, uh, simp- in its simplicity, is based on in the near future, in an unknown uh, nation, uh, where people known as Minos, which is to be humans without supernatural abilities or powers, um, are being hunted down and terminated by a group known as the Institute for the Promotion of Humans, a uh, human evolution, also known as Samaragi, uh, to say it short. <laughs> it's a very long name, but all through the game, they do just point out and just say Samaragi uh, to make it easier. Uh, only the legendary... Oh, I'm sorry. Only the legend of the Luminous Avenger X, a.k.a. Copen, we know from the uh, Azure Gunfall games, can hopefully help rid the world of this terrorist threat. So, the main character, Copen, is a very is very reminiscent of uh, Mega Man Character Zero, as I pointed out. He is a very stern, he's very focused, uh, very much of an anti-hero character with his own distinct style of inabilities. Uh, thanks to the use of an AI... Uh, what they call spheroid named Lola as well. So you got, you're kind of a tag team here. Uh, It is that reason that this character truly contrasts from the gun vault gameplay, uh, making him and making his experience worth playing Uh, gun vault. I would say, I would definitely say gun, the gun vault series. When you're playing gun vault, he is a little bit easier to play because he's just kind of the, you know, what you expect out of a mega man S character in a sense. But Playing as Copen, he plays, a, there's a slightly bit of a technique that, you know, to master. If you look at the demonstration uh, video that they have in the game, whoever's playing that game is an ace. Like, I don't know if there, there's somebody actual gameplay or is that just a computer playing through the game, but that is ace. Like, you can't play the way that the demonstration played 
like when you first play like you gotta really get the feel and flow of the, of, of how you use coping in the game it's really it's it takes a bit of a learning curve at first so i just want to point that out it's like you he's not the same he's not exactly the same you got to play him in a total different way um in this side scrolling adventure you take coping through 12 stages where you fight against a horde of enemies and very powerful members of the samuragi as you play through the game you will have different abilities from defeating uh the samuragi as well as some help from the spheroid ai unit known as lola who randomly goes into idle mode and helps you with her song which absolutely uh, sometimes powers you up and you know helps you out through the game it's definitely a, a good addition how you're able to utilize that is from just basically talking there's a certain mode before you go into the mission and select a mission where you talk and you continue the dialogue of the characters by talking to them it allows Copen to have a more warmer feeling and gets out of that anti-hero just you know stern type of feeling actually start to gain a start to gain emotion and feelings because he's just so close he's he's a very closed book he, he you know he has his defenses up at all time but you know interacting with the uh with the minos characters or the human the human characters allows him to have you know he, he becomes human in a sense in this game so you know, it's that's a really interesting thing that they have for here and there. The pros of this game for me is the gameplay. Uh, although the gameplay starts off a little bit challenging because, like I said, how you see the demonstration and how you play the game totally different. The game becomes a lot more fun and easier to play when you master it and how coping is through. So the learning it t- does take a bit of learning curve. I do suggest reading the manual in the game, which I do appreciate that they do have the manual at least in this game um because a lot of games like this does not have a manual or not a detailed manual like you would see uh, in this game they what i love about the manual in this game i do give credit for the manual design in here is that it mimics old school manuals that you used to see when you used to buy playstation games or nintendo games and you open up the booklet and stuff like that now i don't i no longer get physical copies so i don't know if they still do that with the games but when you used to get a a playstation game or a nintendo game or sega game some of the coolest things about getting those games was getting the instruction booklet which is you know the manual that shows you how to play the game and sometimes they would have some really cool graphics and and artwork in there in the game and they really make it special and and which gives you more excited to play the game they kind of did that with the manual here so i give that a positive as well so the manual the manual design in here is really good and it gives you an idea how to play the game so once you do you you'll love the game even more the game's rpg elements allow you to level up and become more powerful of a player leveling up is also an easy way to do uh with no fill i mean let me rephrase that leveling up also is also easy to do with no fill or of of too much grinding in the game so that's the one thing um just play through the previous stages of the game before going into the newer stages and you'll go into the game a lot more powerful than before uh and it becomes a lot more easier and a lot more fun to play as you go along along with that you will also have the ability to customize coping by defeating enemies through stages you'll earn a game in-game currency which allows you to upgrade coping's ability such as acquiring extra bullets and i i'm telling you now 
you want to get extra bullets, like at least five of them. You could get more than that. I don't know how much you can max out to because I haven't gotten to that point yet, but you, I've got at least five bullets and they do help amazingly. If you keep tapping, yeah, you know, as you keep, uh, the bullets help you basically, they're your shield. You know, it allows you to take hits before get uh, losing actual energy. So the idea is that you need to keep track of them uh, as you go along because you can use them to like zigzag everywhere. Uh, and do that or you can also use them to for other abilities but you can most of all they're your shield before you get actual your get your hit points taken so the idea is that once you get your bullets decrease you need to double tap you know down to refill to um you know to, to refill them and that way you can you know stay without getting hit and dying in the game so it is there's a certain technique to that and it's not a it's not a hard technique to do. It's really easy as things go along. But the more bullets that you have, the more it helps you in that game. Your OD drive, which is your overdrive auto recovery, and the overdrive is basically your energy that you use for the extra abilities that you have with uh, Lola as well. Your overdrive guard up and more, which are uh, most when fighting is best used for fighting uh, the Samuragi absolutely i highly recommend that you load up and you start you know getting your currency up and start purchasing this more and more there i haven't got i haven't gotten all of them because there are some of them that require an enormous amount of currency to get but i did go through the entire game without having to buy all of them anyway i think it's just extra all of the ones that are expensive just extra stuff that you know for after the gameplay in here as well uh the ex weapons uh, shortcut options is also great in here because they help you quickly use your favorite EX uh, weapons to flick with the flick of an analog stick. So you can go into the options and set that up, basically. Like if you like a certain one that helps you gain more of the advantage as you run through the stages, you can easily set it up for your for um, the weapons gauge, you know, the shortcuts, and just flick it with your with your analog stick, and it'll automatically come up. But you can also you hit the L trigger, the L and R trigger buttons to also use them as well. But these are to get the ones that you absolutely want to use quicker and faster. So graphically, the retro inspired game continues to provide a beautiful and stunning display of character design. Really huge sprites this time too. Um, I noticed that they were just like Gun Vault 2. This one was a lot bigger than before. So they're a lot, uh, they managed to add a little bit more larger scale to these uh, sprites this time. So, but they're stunning, they're beautiful, they're well detailed. The colors are a, of a mixture of warm and cool colors uh, that really help the narrative of the game story. And it's, you know, I, I really do believe it, it that a lot. It, it really brings a lot of beauty to the game and draws you in a lot more because of how they did, they did that very well. The game controls are as fluid as they will be, as you would expect from this series, as you are easily able to pull off moves and techniques without delay. So that's the pros. That's the pros there. Not too many cons in this game, but the ones that I do, I would, I it wouldn't mind helping. And it did. It, at the end of the day, it's not really that bad. But I, I would have loved for them to have a more detailed demonstration mode video, much like they, you know, like, like you see from Smash Brothers, on how to actually pull off some of these moves. I mean, the manual is great. The manual is great, but seeing the move, some people, like I said, some people can understand from reading the uh, the manual and getting it. Others are kinesthetic learners. I'm a kinesthetic learner, so even though I did read the actual manual and I kind of got an idea, and it you know took me a while to get it, 
visual I can watch I can easily just watch visually of how things are done and can it be and be able to work it I mean that's not everybody I don't know how many kinesthetic you know people with kinesthetic abilities are out there but I'm one of them so I mean I'm sure there's other people who probably have kinesthetic abilities and, and if you don't know what that means that's just people who can learn by just uh through visualization you know can it's not like a mutant ability or anything but it's like it's something i and a lot of artists too have actually has this ability that can look from perspectively and be able to pick up and learn just by just by looking so um you know just having that would have been cool but it's not it's, it's not a deal breaker at all um although you have possession of all of the ex weapons i found that only using one of them is truly what i needed to defeat the all a lot of the enemies throughout the entire game there is a certain pattern that all of the much like mega man or anything it's not like a rock paper scissors thing with mega man uh where each character has an achilles heel based on other characters that you fight this one is just like you just have other abilities some of them work really well some some of them don't but in all essence i use the same ex weapon on all of the people that i faced and figured out the patterns and i didn't need to use any other ones i would i would have liked to have a purpose a true purpose for each ex weapon you know uh and maybe they are but i just found that i was able to get through in every game now that's where the you know mega man does contrast because even though there's some some characters you could use with just a regular buster um weapon that you have on mega man there are other characters that you need certain other you definitely need the ability to use the other ones and there's some pro gamers that can use just the x buster you know you know the buster uh gun screw them <laughs> for the majority of the game uh, for casual gamers uh it would have been nice to see that we can use the other you know we didn't we didn't need the other you know x ex weapons or x weapons if you will i only needed one ex weapon i was able to get through target the person get it in use it once you and again the thing is once you smash into the actual you know enemy your shooters become more powerful and that's all it took after a while so it made the other ones kind of useless in a sense and that's was like it took away from it just a bit for me so overall i really enjoyed this game and it is a very welcome addition to the gun vault universe uh, i do hope to see not only more of copen and gun vault but also see more of uh characters come out and it looks like from what i saw in this game there may be another character coming so i'm not sure i don't want to spoil it too much but they 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 kind of hinted that there's going to be a new character possibly coming i hope that's the case uh but i really enjoyed the game i love the character design is all is always awesome uh they you could tell they really put a lot of emphasis and detail in this game and it shows i really love it um i i, I would like to see this expand more i i mean it looks like there are it's a possibility that they will um i would love to see more from this universe much like i do with the river city universe much i see with the sonic universe with the mario universe stuff like that hopefully they will be able to do that but so far so good with this but for now if you're really a fan of the series of this game or a fan of any alternative or clones of Mega Man, Gunvault Chronicles uh, Luminous Avengers X is a great alternative for you. If I give this a grade, it will most likely be a B plus. Absolutely worth getting. A lot of fun. 
Um, not game of the year by any stretch, but still a very good game for your librarian collection, especially for those who love these side-scrolling Mega Man type games. So there you have it. Um, this week, out today, River City Melee, speaking of Kony Khan games, River City Melee is out right now. This is supposed to be sort of a Super Smash Brothers-like game where that involves that once again we talked about this with the way forward guys um they once again didn't use the river city girls style of animation they went back to the retro style this is clearly a fun uh adaption to the river city world uh, i haven't i actually got it uh it actually released at 12 o'clock uh midnight which is was very surprising so i did get it i haven't played it yet i just downloaded it it's ready for me to play I'm ready to go with that. I'm down with that. Um, it's based on the Kuneo Khan universe, and uh, it looks very deep, even though it looks like a like kind of a retro throwback of the River City games. I'm looking forward to checking it out. Also, was able to purchase Ghostbusters, the video game remastered, which came out recently, as well as Devil May Cry 2 for the Switch. So that is out as well. Uh, and I will be reviewing those games soon, probably next week, uh, prob- or probably leading in further down to halloween because this is october so i also got a game that i enjoy also very much one of my favorite rpgs of all time but was warned about being uh, about the gameplay of uh, this game on the switch and that is the world ends with you i decided to bow down and get it i read that people liked it but i also read that people kind of actually was pissed off because of the control scheme of this and i did play a little bit of it last night and found that i was like yeah i don't understand why they went for this because they did it with the control cons so you could play through the control cons they kind of force you to play on the tv with this game which i'm not really i want to play on the on a handheld the only way you can play on a handheld is through the touch screen which i'm like no no put my finger on this hot ass screen all the time i really wish they would but i will play it see if i enjoy it there's supposed to be some extra things going on here so down the line i'll probably you know give my thoughts on that game as well also this also next week the premiere and debut the u of uh overwatch comes to the switch i will be checking out and give my thoughts on how that looks and plays on the nintendo switch Uh, as you know i'm now connected with that game in so many ways um as well as the u.s debut of ninja savior return of the warriors the remastered version got a chance to play the original version on the super nes as well i will be playing this one to compare and contrast there is some differences in this game both visually and uh and uh gameplay wise so there i will be checking it out uh as i mentioned no show this week or this sunday at best however i may come on the show next week to talk about uh the movie that i've been waiting to come out that a lot of fans have been waiting to come out el camino a breaking bad movie comes out this week and unfortunately i won't be around to watch it and with it the only play i place i can watch it i can't because there are kids around <laughs> where i'm going to be going so ah I gotta wait till I get home to watch that movie. And, but damn, rest assured, I'm gonna watch that movie. And I swear to goodness, if I get spoiled by this movie, tread lightly. That's all I'm gonna say about that. So, folks, that will do it for this episode of Select Start. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I do, last thing I wanna point out is that next week I will be having a new exclusive uh, Talk Time Live with a returning group of guests. 
And that is none other than the Stereo Titans. Philly, Philadelphia's most hardcore comic book based rock band is coming out with a new album as well as some new exciting new projects that we will be talking about along the way. I'm looking forward to talking to these guys. Uh, Few around and listening to this show way back when I was doing um, the the social media contest, the Omega Fist tournament, which I do miss. I do miss doing that tournament. It was an awesome tournament. It was my fantasy comic book tournament that I did. And it actually were actual prizes, sponsorships, all this stuff back then. Uh, you know, it was sponsored by uh, some really good guys back then and um, some really special guests that came along there. The last Omega Fist tournament that I did, the Stereo Titans offered music from their first album, Breakaway and Bumblebee Weed, which was some of my favorite songs. It was so good. Love that. It really added on to the uh, Make of His Tournament and the production of the Make of His Tournament for me. And also, I went to go see them live. And I'm telling you, if you're a comic book fan and you're a metal band, a rock band, you put these two together, you got the Stereo Titans, and it's awesome. It is an awesome thing. I did it. I recorded one of their performances, and people went crazy over this thing. Um, I'm telling you now, you're gonna want to listen to this. These guys are uh, these guys are a great group of characters. I don't know if they're gonna be in character in this. They, they, their their theme is kind of a guar type of thing, but not like gratuitous like guar. They're actually just comic book characters. They portray themselves as comic book characters when in you know when in music mode, and they're I, I mean in and outside they're great group guys. A, a good, uh, I'm sorry, a great uh, group of guys, and I'm so looking forward to having them back on the show next week. So stay tuned for that and much, much more, folks. That will do it. Again, check us out on TalkTimeLive.com. Check our exclusive interviews with the stereotypes and many, many more on our exclusive uh, exclusives page, or contact us on talktimelive.com forward slash exclusives you can also check us out on itunes iHeartRadio, stitcher google play and podbean thank you all very much ladies and gentlemen it's been great that will do it for this episode on behalf of myself this is dax avery just saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out of here take care and have a good one Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.